Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It is The Rock, 99.9 KISW, Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions, talking with a band that is actually was featured in studio, I believe 2019 or early 2020, I can't quite recall, uh, but uh, now we're doing things social distance, Zoom style, we're all in different locations here, Uh, we got a band called College Radio, they have a new EP called I Used to Get Messed Up, coming out shortly, Uh, and uh, I have Gordon, Taylor, Mike, and Evan on the call right now. How's it going, guys? Let's go around the uh, virtual Zoom room and uh, introduce yourself and tell us where you're uh, Zooming from right now. Uh, I'll start. I'm Evan, and I am Zooming from my studio downstairs. In what part of Seattle? Or (laughs) Oh, okie dokie. I'm in Mount Baker. Cool. Right on. Up north. The mountain? (laughs) No. Uh, at the bottom of it. <laughs> We're in uh, Gordon's our, house. Yeah, my jam spot in Everett, Washington. Same. I'm Mike. I play drums, and uh, I'm in Everett as well. In the same jam spot? No, I'm at home. <laughs> okay, word. Yeah, so let's catch everyone up. Um, how, how, how have uh, the last few months been for all of you guys? Uh, have you guys been able to practice? Uh, have you guys um, you know, been able to play together? I did see, I think you guys did a live stream event and um yeah yeah just catch me up how you guys been staying sane and not going crazy music music has like definitely been one like focal point that we've latched onto during this time and like i think just it's kept us going like we we definitely didn't jam for the first part you know we wanted to stay safe not you know put anybody at risk and when things started to get a little bit better like uh definitely the music came back doing good uh yes yeah, so you guys been uh hold up and and were you guys writing music because you have this new ep uh that's going to be coming out here um did you guys uh write this during quarantine during the uh during the pandemic or was this material you had already been working on some of it was already worked on and then we definitely had to push a little bit back because of quarantine so some of it was written during quarantine it was really cool like taylor wrote uh this really killer intro and then we all kind of grinded on uh, the title track, which is uh, one of Evan's songs. Nice. So uh, 
before we get into talking a little bit more about the EP, I'm curious about uh, your guys' idea of doing the the live streaming event. So first off, what was the event and how did you approach it? Was it was it kind of odd knowing that there was an audience, but like you couldn't really technically interact with them? And like, what was, you know, how did how did you kind of uh, you know, I guess adjust to that? I would say that we, well, personally, me, have, I've played in front of many empty rooms. <laughs> <laughs> You get, you get kind of used to it. No, no. Um, that, but also um, going into it, just like there's not going to be a crowd, but there is. Like yeah. having just this mentality, like I don't care. Like, I, you know, I'm going to play my best set, one or a million people kind of mentality. And uh, it really helped. Like pretending there's a, like a crowd there, knowing, that, you know, you are being watched kind of like gives that nice like, I don't know, upbeat vibe to it, I would say. I don't know. What do you guys think? How, how are you feeling? Well, it was my yeah, first live you know. performance with you guys, so it's weird for me. I'll <laughs> say that much. <laughs> so, Mike, you're, you're a new member of the band. How did you get involved with College Radio? I've known Gordon for a bit, and I started posting just covers online. Yeah. And uh, I've played with a few local. I'm from California. I moved here about four years ago. And, okay. You know, so I've jammed with a couple of the cats around town and got to know Gordon via his previous bands and befriended him on social media and he saw some stuff I was doing and asked me if uh, I'd be down to play a few shows and uh, turned into a permanent gig. Nice dude. Right on. So welcome to the party, Mike. Yeah. Thank you. If you knew Gordon's other bands, are you more of like a metal guy? Do you come from that background too? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say the majority of the last, I don't know, probably five, six years I've delved into the technical experimental progressive side of music trying to push my own limitations and boundaries as a drummer. And, you know, I've been all over the place though. You know, I went through my math rock phase and, you know, I grew, grew up listening to pop punk and yeah. I lived and breathed that for, you know, then the hardcore scene in Sacramento, you know, we had the hoods and embrace the end and, you know, it's a bunch of warehouse shows and stuff. So 15 to 18 was just West coast you know, worldwide. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> if you yeah. were a hardcore drummer, shout out Mikey Hood. If yeah. you were a hardcore drummer in Sacramento, you probably played in the hoods, didn't you? No, no. <laughs> Naveen Copperweiss got the gig. He was in Animosity. And, oh yeah. And uh, that guy's a beast. So I remember seeing him when uh, yeah, he was like 16 and at West Coast, and everyone's like, "This drummer, he's like this phenom." And kid killed. Yeah, it was amazing seeing that. Right on. I, I was never that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to College Radio. Uh, so, so Evan, yeah, how, how did you, what did you think about the, uh, the whole live streaming, uh, kind of thing and, and what was the actual streaming event? If you don't mind me asking. The event was just, uh, it was put on by Northwest Talent Spotlight yes. you know, by, uh, by Bobby P down in Vancouver. I mean, I was just so excited to kind of have something to kind of grind towards and get to be like, okay, we got to practice every week. We got to get ready for this show, you know, just to just to have something to look forward to, you know? And then once we were on, I know this is uh, a little dorky, but uh, what you couldn't see on the stream is there's a big old, there's like a, you know, 40, 50 inch TV in front of us that we could see, you know, what was going out on the stream. Oh, So I would just watch and be like, oh, man, I'm on TV. And like, nice. You know, that'll kind of figure me. Dude, that's awesome. I love TV. I want to live in it. Yeah, it's like the new MTV, dude. Really? It's the new Total Request Live. Screw it. That's kind of what it felt like. You're just chilling at TRL, but I think I said that before we even played. It's like being on MTV without being on MTV. 
it's as close as we get. Hey, I mean, you know, we don't need people to, to put us on like that. Now, in these days of streaming and, and you know, there's there's YouTubers out there that have more followers, more people watching them than TRL ever had, which is insane. And they're all making the content themselves. We live in such a, I guess, this is something really big to take from this whole situation is the people that could really, like, flourish in the situation like this. And it's really freaking cool, like, like they helped kind of pave that like the yeah. people that first started doing that now it's like we have this new way of uh kind of like doing what we like mm-hmm. uh, the best that we can obviously we'd love to do it in person like yeah. we want to be in the studio we want to be in the studio with you but i mean we've, we've kind of made it all work like uh, we love what you've been doing man it's really cool hey thank you i actually i appreciate that i think i was actually talking with I forgot who I was talking with. Some uh, member of this band called Venom Prison the other day uh, from uh, Wales. And we were chatting via Skype and he was talking about how he got really inspired. The first week of uh, the pandemic was uh, the band Code Orange. They were going to go and do their record release show. But that was right as the pandemic hit. So they had to pivot super fast. And they were the first band to really do the live stream thing and show that it was like a possible. And they're they're obviously a very like uh forward thinking band and like they are so creative and so they were able to do it and i think that really set the standard for what bands can do and it was on twitch so now a lot of bands are learning to do live streaming via twitch i think it was just kind of set an example and it also kind of like set a standard like hey you, you know you can do this and i think it's cool to see bands just kind of i'm not going to say it's like a competition but just like step stepping up and like you know trying and seeing the like hey we can do this too and it doesn't have we don't have to have you know like you know uh you know manager do this or a producer everyone can do it themselves and um i think that we're all going to come out of this whatever the time frame is with uh a couple extra like notches on our tool belt like we're all gonna all have like yeah. something new. Like I, I didn't never knew how to do video production. I never had to do, knew how to do Photoshop stuff. But I have some more time, so I'm teaching myself some new things. You know, it's the best time for it too. And that code orange, that set was so sick. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I love that. Like the bands that can do the production too. Um, like Fit for a King recently did theirs, and holy smokes! Like they, uh, they set up like it was a. The production was amazing. Yeah. To say that, it was just really fun to watch. You're just like, holy smokes. Uh, uh, Fat Mike last weekend did a weekend at Mike's. Cool. And that was really sick. Like uh, Dead Boys and I uh, can't can't remember who else played, but it was like rad. He did it in his backyard. Punk rock. <laughs> I feel like there's some things that Fat Mike would want to stream that might get him kicked off Twitch, like uh, some S&M kind of, you know ball gag uh leather kind of stuff that i don't know if you're allowed to put on there can you not have that on twitch i don't know i don't know i know you can't smoke weed on twitch i saw my friends uh yeah you you can't i mean you could probably like vape you know but like i saw like someone get kicked off for like smoking a blunt so because it's not legal in every state that's why (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so you guys have a new EP. Uh, we're going to get into a couple songs, and uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about it. So, uh, tell me a little bit about Third String Records. Well, uh, Third String comes from Mike Zemer out in uh, Dallas, Texas. He okay. works like a... 
does like the huge like third string production uh, shows festivals out that way like a uh, South by So What or So What Fest. You've okay. Heard of that? Um, he did that. They were doing um, that huge, you know, like the pretty much all the cool throwback bands that were going to be playing in Texas in that like a uh, festival this year. It was supposed to happen. Another one of those, but like I'm talking every like killer melodic hardcore band to metalcore band. Yeah. It was literally a just the best show ever kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he helped put that on too. Like just really killer, um, killer, killer guy believed in the music when some, some other people did give us a shot. So you guys are on that record label now. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. guys. Woo! So we're just time to kind of switch into a right. gear like that, especially being a pandemic <laughs> pandemic core. So you guys have uh so this EP, is it out now or is it being released soon? Actually, no one really knows about it quite, quite yet. Oh, I mean, we love our home and we love you. So, you know, okay, we gotta gotta go first with you. So. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate getting the exclusive, guys. That's dope. Um, it just means that we have to jumpstart uh, getting it out there. But uh, no, no, no. It's a uh, we're really hyped to put it out. It's coming out soon. Yeah. But here's a taste. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go into a couple songs. Um, We're going to go into uh, Shine On and Untitled, uh, two songs from the new College Radio EP, I Used to Get Messed Up. Uh, Let's just jump into them and let the music speak for itself, all right? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here it is. Here waiting for the end What point a tragedy And I can't pretend I never wanted to be The one who let you down But being down is all I have For now, for now, for now Put the bottle down Silent night Holy ghost of pride 
right, that was College Radio, and this is College Radio. I'm doing a Zoom, socially distanced version of Loud and Local. It's a Loud and Local stay-home sessions. Gordon, Taylor, Mike, and Evan from College Radio all throughout the Northwest on this Zoom call. It's cool to talk with you guys again. Was it 2019 or early 2020 that I talked to you guys in studio? 2019. 2019? Right before Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Man, it seems like I such a long time ago, long. but it really wasn't. It seems like such a long time ago. Pretty much seen like more than a lot of people see in a small amount of time this year. D- tell me a little bit about uh, what went into like reco- or uh, recording these songs. Did you record them during the pandemic? Did you record them before? Uh, and wh- who'd you record with? And uh, did you guys ev- did you guys have any like... I don't know, debate about should we put this out during a pandemic? Should we wait? Was there any discussion like that? I would say no no discussion on wanting to like wait. It was like trying to actually, you know, get into it because we did get halted and, you know, plan. Like we had half of it, I would say, done. Okay. And then we just needed to get in, just finish. Like it's such little things, but having to wait and be patient with, you know, when we could like go out leave the house and feel a little bit more comfortable too you know and when everyone felt great but it was a good good half and half you know when you guys want to chime in on that one i guess feel about yeah. that one i i don't think there was ever really a question about doing a release right now just because that feels like one of the only ways left to interact with yeah. you know fans honestly like all we can do is kind of like live stream and release music because we can't get in a room with them or anything I feel like there's going to be 2011. I feel like there's going to be so many new albums just based on the amount of people that are probably just recording just and just harnessing all that energy into just recording new albums. I feel like next year we're going to have just insane amount of cool, cool new records. If we don't, I'll be very upset. Right. It's definitely with what's, what's going on, how much people have like just they have all this pent up energy. And they look better than to write the best records. Because I honestly thought a couple of years ago, when certain things happened, we would get some really cool, like crazy punk rock records, and it was it was okay, but like not as you know like pent up as I thought there would be. I think now there's going to be some really cool stuff. And you know what? If they don't have the time now, then they'll never have the time. It's like, well, we know you're not doing so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You better be putting out record. The hell. So uh, this is a question I like to throw in there sometimes. Um, so obviously during this time, there is a lot of really negative news going on. A really negative, uh, you know, our our Facebook, Instagram, social media feed can just be a lot of negative feedback. It's important to disconnect sometimes for your own mental health and safety and stuff. But um, in a day where you might be having a day, uh, is there an album that you can go to that can just lift your spirits it doesn't have to be you know like a posy record or a happy record but just something that reinvigorates you and gives you energy or like you know just can can kind of lift you up and uh i don't know let's uh let's let's start with you mike anything like that yeah with the change of the season now it's i see my musical taste going back into the sort of the indie you know melancholy sort of droney you know, type of stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, all summer I was, I was pumping all pop punk jams, falling back in love with that. So I still am a student of the game. I seek out new music constantly and try to get inspired and 
you know, I'm a drum self-certified drum nerd as well. So yeah. I'll, I'll sit here and watch YouTube videos for hours and I have a few mentors and stuff. So for me, yeah, it's, it's constantly seeking out new stuff and, and finding the balance of, uh, you know, stepping away and playing some video games and chilling too, I guess. I don't know. Nice. Nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. How about you, Evan? What about you, man? Uh, is there any albums that you can go back to and just revisit and will always put a smile on your face? Yeah, actually there's one that I've been digging into pretty heavily lately in these troubling times. Yes. Uh, Trademark. And I, it, it is certainly not something that sounds like college radio. Uh, it's got a weird cut. Uh, the album is called The Meaning of Eight by the band Cloud Cult. Okay. You know them? I've heard the name. They are, they are uh, capital W weird, my friend. Nice. Uh, okay. Movies. They self-record everything using geothermal energy. Uh, they have two painters on stage when they play. All right. Like everything I've just said is very pretentious, but the music <laughs> It's just really mellow, lots of drums, very tribal, kind of religious-y. Okay. Just, just weird and positive. Nice. I'm going to have to check that out, Cloud Cult. Is there an album you would suggest for the listeners to check out and start with? Uh, the Meaning of Eight is my favorite one, I would say. All right. I'll give it a shot. And uh, Taylor and, and Gordon, what about you guys? Uh, well, believe it or not, um, this year has... Uh driven me to the point where I would just listen to nothing but classical music like Beethoven and Mozart for whatever reason. Dude, I hear you on that, and I never was someone that preset the uh, classical King FM uh, on my stereo, but while driving around with the amount of stress that I've been under at times, this year I've, I've definitely been jamming classical King FM, so I hear you on that, Taylor. Yeah, exactly that radio station and only that station only. Yeah, I mean, like, plus, I mean, I guess in a way, um, yeah, like, it kind of, like, helps you clear your head a little bit. Just uh, nothing but just, like, simple, like, violin and, yeah. you, know, you know, flutes and, you know, just just mellow piano. I mean, it's really soothing to the mind. It can be, depending where your head's at absolutely and then gordon's gonna be like uh just like brutal death metal you know the exact opposite no i'm just kidding <laughs> what about you gordon actually you know what i dug into a little bit of like the 50s rockabilly cool it's going from like chuck berry just something different um kind of like a t blast from the past but then i got really into say like a nick 13 from chuck tiger Army's. army yeah like uh his just really mellow country stuff chill like I, that's what i've been listening to like at work just because of all the crazy stuff going on I, just, I can put that on people actually don't come by it's, it's weird i'm like oh shoot like this is really chill music like the one time i listen to chill music and nobody likes to be in my area all right i'll take it nice all right, here's a question for the band, because when you guys were in studio, I noticed that Gordon has a lot of tattoos of bands, it seems like, like band tattoos. So, if you had to cover one band that Gordon has tattooed on him, what 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 uh, what band would that be? What do you have, dude? Oh, we, we have. <laughs> oh, you have? You have already? Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. Definitely Aquaman Trio, right? Yeah. yeah. And Blink. 
Oh, okay. Oh, boy. See, I if you would have asked us that question uh, two months ago, then the the Blink one would have like been, oh, it would be a Blink song. So you guys have a Blink song coming out. Oh, we, we did a cover of it. Oh. Yeah. All right. So that's a, because I have a Alkaline Trio tattoo and then a Blink tattoo. So we always did a, this could be love. Um, there's a cover of that on, um, with one of our friends from uh, Green Lake Basement, shout out, and yeah. uh, Less Than Three, shout out. Um, you can actually find that on Bandcamp, too. If you pick some up, I believe you get it for free, too. I mean, not, it's not our song, but yeah. it's a fun little cover. But uh, we just did Man Overboard, though, um, at that live, the live stream. It was super fun. That's one of my favorite Blink-182 songs. That's a great song. I think it's only available on the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, which is That's weird. Um, that throwback, like... That's actually Shinfo going to that song. Um, they did that. They actually had that song written for Enema of the State. Oh, okay. And they never did it. They never actually put it out. And then before, I think it was like right when they were doing uh, Take Off Your Pants, they put it out as like a transition song. Mm. It was uh, on their Greatest Hits album, I think. Like a bonus track. <sighs> Good <Shinfo>. stuff. <laughs> so, uh... Okay, so so you already did it. You answered my question. Uh, <laughs> if you guys, okay, so here's another one. If you guys had to do a uh, every man for himself wrestling match between all four of you guys, who's winning and what's the finish? Who's what's the finisher? I feel like Mike would win. Probably Mike. Yes, <laughs> Gordon. You watch wrestling. You know all the moves. I might have to play a brute. <laughs> Man strength, but that's about. Uh, I, th- I think you'd win. I think someone's phone died. Yeah, yeah that, that might be missed. Okay, well, let per. Uh, so let's just imagine we're starting the match, and uh, you guys have to pick a theme song. Each of you guys have to pick a theme song to come out to. What is your wrestling theme song, Evan? Let's start with you. Oh, the Shallows from A Star Is Born. Okay, there you go. Hundred percent. A star, and you would be singing along to it. You would have like a Ric Flair robe too. Yeah, I'd be doing all the Lady Gaga parts. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, Gordon and Taylor, what about you guys? What, what's your uh, What are your theme songs? I was just thinking, probably the Ghostbusters theme. Nice, dude. Yes. It doesn't seem like a bad one to, you know, start with. <laughs> Gordon, what about you, dude? Well, we'll be a tag team, actually. Me okay, and Taylor, cool. So we'll both come out. You'd be the Ghostbusters with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, Ghostbusters. Duh, Ghostbusters. And Mike, what about you, man? What's your theme song? You know, I was just talking to a buddy who's a cage fighter. He, he trains. I don't know if he's an actual, you know, MMA dude. But there's a band from Portland called Dead Crown. Yeah, and I recommended you listen to them, and you know, because it's pretty aggro, and it's I don't know what track it is, but that band brings it. So initially, I was like, that would be my walkout music for anything if I had to. But I think in all reality, it'd probably be like Pink Floyd or something like really chill. <laughs> you know, just yeah, just <laughs> just completely switch it up. People vibing out like whoa, Grateful Dead or something. My opponent to sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Totally awesome. the one winning. There you go. <laughs> People just like hitting the bong in the stands, like whoa, dude. Uh, right. 
Right on, guys. Well, um, before we go, you know, I kind of—I'm curious. Uh, what's the best way to? Uh, obviously, we can't go out to see you guys, um, and, and we can't, you know, kind of see you guys up front, and we can't really do that. It's hard to really know how to support bands. Uh, what's the best way to directly support College Radio at this time? Pretty much just following us on all our social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Go pop on that Spotify too. Like uh, it's College Radio, College Radio PNW, yeah. or all the other socials. Um, and uh, Bandcamp. If you just type in College Radio, you'll find us there. You can find our merch and stuff there. But uh, just keep listening to the music. That's the best way. We have some more live stream stuff we're kind of working on, like in the works right yeah. now that we'll probably announce here soon too. But uh, nice and chill. Finish finish writing and. Hopefully, uh, I lost myself there. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good, man. I mean, that is a good way, you know, follow that you guys and, uh, you know, add you guys on all social media and, and I'm sure when you guys have those events, they will pop up, but also you guys have some killer t-shirts. I got a kind of like a, a Kirk Plunk, uh, inspired design. It was really cool. I appreciate that. And wore that in the summer because it's a white shirt and you got to have white shirt in the summer. So you're not getting, you know, uh, the sun beating down on you too hard. So I was repping that. Uh, yeah, ton of cool t-shirts. And again, the new EP, uh, as I used to get messed up, going to be available, uh, soon. You guys are going to be releasing that, uh, via third string records. I appreciate getting the kind of exclusive, the first, uh, First little debut here. That's really sick. Um, we're going to go into the title track. I used to get messed up. Um, if you don't mind me asking, who's this about? And what are we talking about? Is this a true story? Uh, I will feel this one. Okay. This is uh, about me. I'm the I. Uh, and uh, I, I just don't drink anymore. Yeah. And the song is not about that so much as just... Uh, Having had that conversation so many times where people are like, so what's the deal? Like, you're not drinking anymore? Like, what are you, like a Mormon now or something? It's just like, no, just, I used to get messed up and now I don't. Fair enough. Like, it's not that complicated, I guess. I just hate talking about it. Fair enough. Well, we're going to, I appreciate the the little uh, explanation there. We're going to go into the song and uh, any quick shout outs and thank yous before we jump into it. Thank you to all our fans. All our friends, everybody out there that's staying safe, uh, supporting, uh, pretty much just supporting each other, supporting equal rights and just loving each other. Because that's really, really all we can, that's the shout out positively that, that I would like to send out. I'm also going to add in uh, Dane and Jacob, because uh, they make us sound so, so sweet. Thank you, boys. Delrick, too. Right on, guys. Well, you can get yourself a college radio mask as well, and you can stay safe that way. So, uh, it's I used to get messed up by college radio. Thanks, guys. Thanks a bunch, man. Thank you. Hell yeah. I used to get messed up till I could barely breathe. I used to get messed up until I couldn't speak. I used to get messed up like you would not believe. I used to get messed up. I used to get messed up. I used to stay out late when I could stay awake Don't know how I got home when I could not see straight I used to get so sick, maybe I'd imagine that It doesn't really matter anyway hey. It gets so hard to explain, so I just say I used to get messed up till I could barely breathe I used to get messed up until I couldn't speak I used to 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.